Okay, it is the 9th of September. It's been 72 hours. I've had no sleep, so I'm a little bit wired. I've had no sleep and a lot of coffee. So whatever I'm going to say, that's a little warning. I am back with Michelle Morgan. Michelle, hello. Hello, good morning. We're not joined by Kelly because Kelly's like, couldn't be bothered. She's, she's, you wouldn't believe it. I texted her, I was like, Kelly, you up for this? And, and she replied saying, sorry, I'm in Venice. I mean, really, just cancel Venice. I know, bless her. What are you doing, Michelle? Um, well, this afternoon I'm off to Asda to have a look at the book aisle. Look at that. Yeah, that's almost as glamorous as Venice. That's my version of going to Venice. I have a funny feeling about you, though. I think you prefer to be in the book aisle than be in Venice. <laughs> that's true, actually. I know it's, see, I know you. If I said, do you want to go to Venice or do you want to go to the Asda book aisle? You'll be like, hmm. And and I'm working tonight. I am um, singing for a really fabulous woman who actually snogged King Charles before he was King Charles. It was be- when near, uh, before before he married Lady Diana. So we can forgive him. I know gossip, gossip. We love a bit of gossip. Um, so we, I'm wired because it's really exciting news. Marilyn Monroe's home, and I say this with care, has had a reprieve. I think that's the right word, isn't it, Michelle? It is. It is. Yeah. Um, the the permit was temporarily taken away from them yesterday, and the councilwoman is pushing ahead to for the house to become a historical monument type place. Right. Yeah, and let's hear because she's my favourite person in the world right now. It's my Trace. It's my Trace. Now, if you're from England, <laughs> you'll know that Tracy in England is like a really retro name right? If, you, if you're American, this will be lost on you. But we love a Tracy, don't we? We, we love do. a Tracy over it. Go on, Trace. Tell us what you've done. I'm Los Angeles Councilwoman Tracy Park, and what a whirlwind the last 72 hours have been. I'm outside of Marilyn Monroe's iconic bungalow. Oh. And I am really excited to report that today in City Council, I led a unanimous and historic vote to stop the impending demolition of this iconic home and to begin the process of having it designated as an historic and cultural monument in the city of Los Angeles. I cannot imagine a person or place more historic or worthy of this designation than Marilyn Monroe and her beautiful Brentwood home. I want to personally say thank you to the many, many hundreds of residents of the city of Los Angeles and people from all over the world who reached out to me and my office to express their support for saving this iconic piece of Los Angeles history. That was fantastic. And thank you for people that are still texting me for all those little buzzes and ding dong, ding dongs as I was playing that. Isn't it amazing? It is. It's it's absolutely amazing. I couldn't believe it yesterday when um when the news came up. I was just crying, happy tears, and um Daisy walked in. She's my daughter, for anyone who doesn't know, and she was just like, "Oh my God, Mum, what's wrong?" She thought I was having some kind of you know awful breakdown, and um, but I I was just so so happy about it. I just um, I'm still buzzing about it, and you know everybody's just been commenting and messaging and everything. I had to. Uh, basically plug my phone in yesterday and just leave it plugged in because it was it was so flat with everything that was going on it's just amazing my phone broke last oh, night so really? I'd like to apologize yeah I'd like to apologize to everybody I've not got back to you so last night I've had no sleep which is why I'm a little bit wired um my phone froze and broke 
because it was so overwhelmed and I'm sorry for anyone I've not replied like it's just I'm still waiting this morning it broke as well so it could go down any minute but it's just an outpouring of love but like like I loved what you put up on the the internet of how you know this is oh, this is this is a I feel like I've been I feel like I've been put through a washing machine on hot wash. Mm, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Mm. And I, I put up, in spite of everything, life is not without hope, is when Marilyn Monroe said. And I feel that a little bit. I feel like there's a little bit of light in the darkness. But I want to get into what has come out of this, because this is really great news, Michelle, that it's, it's exactly what you wanted. Because like in the last podcast, you said that you really wanted this recognised for the cultural and historic building that this is. Because it's not really about Marilyn. It is and it isn't because it's not Marilyn the person, it's Marilyn the legacy. And I really loved um, our Trace, I love Tracy, <laughs> when she said that this home reflects her personal character, that she's valued and she must be preserved because she is Hollywood history, culture and legacy. And that Hollywood, these are her words, is defined by legends like Marilyn Monroe and her story inspires future generations. Yeah, and I so and that's when she so true. Exactly. So it's not just because to some people this may be like, I mean, I always like to see the light in the dark. I was just like, if you know, I love Marilyn. She lives on. But if we just take that out as an historic building, Marilyn's legacy. And when Trace was talking, I'll get this bit up because this bit is beautiful. When she was talking, it made me feel like Tracy needs to read your my the girl book because she talked about Marilyn Monroe's impact and the Me Too movement. Did you hear this? I, I did, and I, I, I did think it was wonderful that she saw that, that part of Marilyn that we see. Yes, exactly. And it wasn't the, um, you know, the, it was the real, mad, the, the essence of Marilyn. And to hear her say that, and I think in, things are changing. So I'm going to get that bit up because it's really beautiful. Our identity as Angelinos. The global concern that has flooded my office over the last couple of days about the potential demolition of this historic site reaffirms its significance. The overwhelming sentiment here is clear. This home must be preserved as a crucial piece of Hollywood's and the city of Los Angeles's history, culture, and legacy. Our city's distinctive character is defined by legends like Marilyn Monroe. We have an obligation to ensure that their stories continue to inspire future generations. That's why this morning in council, I will be bringing a motion to initiate consideration of historic cultural monument status for Marilyn Monroe's Brentwood home. This will be the first step in ensuring that we can protect this home against demolition. So thank you. That was the wrong bit. <laughs> well, it was still great. I know. Well, let me get the right bit because it's really important that, that it's, listen, I think I wrote it down. I said to her, are you a fan? And she said, it was a tragic story that always resonated with me. It was a struggle to be recognized as an artist. And that personally resonated with me and her struggle still impacts women in the workplace 60 years later. 
amazing. I know. And she does say that, you know, this is a, the, the first step of protecting this home. And I'm, I don't trust this world. Can you, can you, and I think what it is with me is because some people said, oh, don't you want to protect it? You know, the fact that I let go so easy. And I think a lot of people who don't know me personally, don't know my story, um, will not understand that I've lost a lot in my life. I've lost my home. My home I'm in at the moment nearly burned down. And I've lost a lot of my personal belongings. I've lost a lot of money. So I've never um, held out for things that are going to be permanent and also I nearly lost my life with cancer and I know Michelle you've spoken about it so it's okay for me to you face that yourself yeah very recently being told that if this treatment for cancer didn't work with you you too would lose your life and at that moment I don't think you thought about your home you thought about your husband and your child and 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 those are things so when you face loss you're kind of always on you realize that nothing is permanent but I'd just like to say this news has excited me, but I've still got a little bit in me going, I don't trust LLCs. And I found out it's owned by a limited liability company. It was sold in July and straight away they want to demolish it. So my stomach does churn up a little bit thinking, well, what's going to happen here? But I'm just celebrating. It's been reprieved and I don't see Tracy letting go of this but you don't want to take on a Tracy, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree that um, you know, I mean, obviously this is just the first step, but uh Tracy is, you know, is re- a real powerhouse and is determined to take it forward. And I feel very, very hopeful. I, I really do believe that it will be safe now. And I know this is just, you know, step one, but I, I'm really, really optimistic and buzzing and just full of joy and love this this morning. Yeah, me too. And they said, so I was wondering, you know, how did it happen so quickly? How did, you know, they apply to it to be demolished? And instantly this permit, we would just spoke about it and then it was approved. And you're like, whoa, what's going on? And so it's the Department of Building and Safety that gave them the permit to destroy it. And I thought that like Department of Building and Safety. So I'm wondering what's going on behind this. I'm also wondering why, why it's sold so quickly in July on the hush hush. I'm not being controversial here. These, these are out in the domain. Like it did sell in July, 2023 and straight away the application for demolition is owned by a limited liability company. There is some strange mm-hmm. stuff going on, which I hope that she gets to the bottom of because that is strange that a company yes. buys it to demolish it. It's just what's going on what do you, what's your thoughts on that well what I've heard and maybe this is just what I've heard and it's not true I don't know but it, this is what I've heard that the people who owned it the individuals who owned it sold it to an LLC but they own the LLC ah, so okay I, I don't know that maybe that isn't true but that's what I heard and so I'm thinking of it as like you know, when Hugh Hefner sold the Playboy Mansion to Playboy, but he was Playboy. Uh, it's the same kind exactly. of thing. Yeah, it's a tax thing, isn't it? Sometimes yeah, it's a tax I, thing. I, yeah, I, it could be. And, and you know, I don't know the whole thing about it, but um, that's that's what I've come to to um, to believe. And I think that, you know, they, they all obviously put in for the demolition and nobody said anything. And then all of a sudden it came out. So whoever it was who who leaked the information you know god bless you because otherwise we we may have turned up there and it would just be a, a pile of rubble on the floor 
Yeah, and you can do that as a company. For example, I I own my own company, but in effect, it's me. Um, so that that's a tax thing that we do all over the world. If you're an entertainer, you you own your own company, and then so when I buy a car, the car is owned by my company, but it's really owned by me. So that that's interesting. So it is the same people. It's just put under their company. Apparently, that's what that's what I heard. Apparently, yeah. yeah. I all don't know of who this, the people are, and yeah. you know, not not pointing at anybody but that that is what I what I heard about it yeah all of this is like you say secondhand information fed through the internet so we're only going but and that's all we all we know but this is a reprieve I'm so happy to have this conversation with you me too oh I honestly thought when when it was what day was it Thursday when it came out that the permit had been approved and I was just so upset and I was crying and just really really upset for for Marilyn for the fans for the for the history and um but now you know all of a sudden you know Tracy got got her hands on it and 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 she ran with it and what I love about her is that um I I wrote her several emails and I know that many many other people did and she I know it was a generic reply but we still got a reply we still got a reply to say that you know she she felt very passionately about it and she was going to take it forward and I didn't think she you know she she didn't have to do that you know she a lot of people you write to you never hear from ever again and so I I thought that was wonderful and um, so many it's made so many people happy and I loved that she said that because she'd received emails from all over the world that reinforced Mm. her view that it needed to be saved because so many people were messaging me and saying well I you know I live in England what can I do will she listen to me and I'm like just email her but be polite you know but just just be professional but just email her so then she knows that it's important around the world and and now that's what she said so I'm absolutely thrilled to pieces with it yeah and that's what Tracy said that but you just said she said like the many many hundreds of people from all over the world who have contacted my office over the last 48 hours I'm extremely concerned about this and I recognize the need for urgent action by the city and this is the bit I love and this is the spirit of Marilyn that I take with me because there was a thing that Marilyn Monroe said about I didn't want to be Marilyn it kind of just happened and it's something I used to cover Norma Jean and that was kind of a bit like I really resonate with that because I was not meant to be a Marilyn Monroe impersonator (laughs) I was not, it literally just ended up doing it. And the more in my early career, the more I found out about Marilyn Monroe, the more I thought, wow, she overcomes so much. And it's been such a a, a thing in my life that's made me a fighter is that these things, and Tracy picked up a, tra- I love the fact, sorry, I'm, if you're English, you'll know what I mean. The fact that she's called Tracy, I just love it. Um, this is what she said about that. For people all over the world, Marilyn Monroe was more than a movie icon. Her story from a challenging childhood growing up in orphanages and foster homes to becoming a global sensation is a shining example of what it means to overcome adversity. Mm, that's wonderful. And it's so true. I mean, you know, as you say, she's helped you through a lot of hard times and um, she's helped me through hard times too. Last year when, when mm-hmm. I was ill, you know, she, she was my shining light. She was my joy. Mm-hmm. And um, just, you know, looking at my Marilyn books and collecting new ones and rare editions and everything else, it just, it gave me the joy that I needed to get through that, that time, that yes. dark time. She's just, mm-hmm. she's a constant in our lives. She's always there. And um, I, I just absolutely love her for that. I just, mm. I just feel so much joy today. 
I know. And Tracy had the vibe going with Marilyn as well. I mean, she ended her speech, they said, saying sometimes good things fall apart so that better things can fall together and come together. I mean, I'm not sure if Marilyn actually said that, but we'll claim it anyway. But <laughs> didn't she just have the Monroe vibe? And I, I mean, people say she did it deliberately, like to do that little vintage vibe. But I just felt like this would be if Marilyn Monroe had gone into politics, how she would be. <laughs> I know as soon as I saw her and uh, with the, her curly hair and everything I was just like oh my gosh she's just got the Marilyn vibe going on this is just the best thing I mean she, she we, I don't think we could have picked a better person to help us than Tracy exactly and it just seemed like she, it was she's just vibes I just love her and I love her more because I did a little bit of googling about her and she's her background is um I mean put it this way it says here that she put herself into debt so she could be educated. Wow. I mean, that is uh, amazing. So she says, Park was the first person in her family to attend college. That literally makes my heart leap. Mm, She earned her degree in law. She worked two jobs and borrowed heavily to finance her education. I relate to that, what I'm going through at the moment. And I I just, I tell you, she works for the people of her area. She works with the homeless people of her area to try and get them into housing. Because if you've been to LA, I was there in 2020. I was doing that. The the housing situation there is just heartbreaking. I mean, we're here preserving a house for Marilyn, which is great. The legacy, it's two separate things, but there is a housing crisis and she's helping with those people. So I don't know, sometimes I feel like there's a little bit of Marilyn magic, you know, like a time Mm. and a place. And I think Tracy was the girl. Tracy was the woman to to do this. Absolutely. I I don't think that we could have ever wished for a better person than Tracy to come along. I'm so grateful for her. Yeah, exactly. Well, so we are happy today. We are going to go and celebrate uh, down the aisle of Asda with some books. I'm going to get myself a glass of no secco because I don't drink. So I'm going to have a no secco and toast Marilyn that we did it. We all did. of us, every single fan, every, and they held their class. I mean, we're, we're talking about Kelly, she can't join us, but when she made that plea to just just send the emails, sign the petitions, but stay calm. And Scott Faulkner did that great, keep calm and love Marilyn. Yeah. And, you know, everyone kept their class because I was frightened. I was thinking I was I was visualizing people under bulldozers and everything. And I was like, please, let's hold this together and be classy like exactly. Marilyn was. And like Tracy is. Yeah. And and I should just say uh, yesterday as well, I saw a quote on on Instagram uh, that the Queen had said, because, of course, it was a year yesterday since the Queen passed. And I thought it was it was so ironic that it came up yesterday and I've written it down. This is what it said. Um, I won't try and put on a queen voice, but they go. Oh, go on, go on. (laughs) Um, It said, whatever life throws throws at us, our individual responses will be all the stronger for working together and sharing the load. And I thought, how funny that 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 should come on that day, because that's exactly what we did. We all came together. We all emailed or signed petitions or, you know, shared the news and shared posts and and comforted people and everything else we all came together as a community and you know we we helped get it done and I'm so proud of us I'm so proud to be part of the Maryland community I love each and every person totally totally and what ironic words of the passing of the queen on that day about sharing the load together because we do you know I as a Christian I always say that the most important thing is when 
God said there's two commandments, love God, which will make you, you know, know that you're, you're not your own God. There's a higher power and love your neighbor. And what that means doesn't actually mean your next door neighbor that, of course, you want to love them because you want them to get on with you. Yeah. <laughs> but it means that the person next to you, you know, the, and if we all help the person next to us, it's a domino effect. And all over the world, every single person has done something yeah. to change this, every Marilyn fan. And, yep. you know, from sharing, I mean, there was people I shared this with uh, that listened to my podcast that never even knew this was happening. So every single person that's sharing, it, you don't know who's seeing it. Everybody comes together exactly. and there's change and there's change. Yep. And that's the hope, isn't there? Because I don't know about you, but sometimes I lose a little bit of hope sometimes because I remember the Iraq war march and a million people marched in this country and we still went to war. And so sometimes you get a little bit, disheartened exactly yes I know exactly what you mean and and I was just certainly disheartened on Thursday when I heard that the permit had gone through and um but then miracles happened and as somebody um very famous once said you gotta have faith was that George Michael (laughs) that said that I certainly was husband yes those are we're not mad those who are listening to the last podcast so Michelle had this fantasy that she was married to George Michael when she was young and uh, as far as we're concerned we're going to run with that fantasy Michelle is the new Robert Slatzer and but at this time I think it's appropriate you gotta have faith you gotta have faith and we did it's the first step on a long road we know that but it's a great step Thank you, Michelle, for joining me this morning. Thank you, our Tracy. Tracy. Go on, Tracy. Tracy's the president. <laughs> Definitely. I'll vote. I'm an American citizen. This is the only one I'm going to vote for. Come on, Tracy. You Woo-hoo. can do it. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. And congratulations, every single person, that this was so important to so many. And, and it could be, besides Marilyn, the future for... Los Angeles to actually start recognizing their history is tied up in Hollywood and to stop smashing stuff up. Yeah, totally agree. People say that Marilyn changed Hollywood while she's changing it again. Yes, I love that. (laughs) What a great way to end. Oh, God bless you. And thank you, everybody. And thank you for listening. And oh, whatever you're doing today, have a beautiful one, even if it is down the book aisle. (laughs) 